0: We are back. Another episode of the Playmaker Football Betting Show. It's me, Peter, from Sheffield Shuffler, and we got Garrett, the fight analyst. What's up, Garrett? What's going on, man? How's it going? Dude, terrible. This fucking pre-show was a (laughs) pain in the ass. My computer's either slow, Wi-Fi doesn't work, something's going on. So, yeah, that's what we're dealing with right now.
1: I mean... It happens, man. You know, technical difficulties, but you got it, you got it running. We're good to go. We're ready to ready to make some money. You know, I have
0: no patience, Garrett. <laughs> zero patience. It
1: Let's happens, assume. bro. It happens, but you know, we're here, we're ready to go, we're looking good. You know, you got
0: the nice fresh Phillies, you know, repping, repping it over there. I like it. Yeah, dude. Gonna have a quick show today because the Phillies are going, they're playing yes. right now. It's zero <laughs> <Yep>. zero. <0-0. laughs> trying to get all this stuff done. Um, But yeah, first things first, uh, I just wanted to say thank you to our friends at PointsBet. Guys, when we are going through our bets and uh, the odds and things like that, all of that is going to be used uh, from PointsBet. All the odds will be from PointsBet. So if you want, you can go ahead and scan that QR code right there. Um, and you can, like I said, scan the QR code, you'll be registered to get up to $2,000 in free bets. So it's very simple, very easy points bet. They always give out free, free, uh, bets, which is really nice. If, I don't know if you guys, uh, have used them before, but Garrett every Thursday, every primetime game, they're always giving out free bets. Check your email. It's, uh, it's really nice. They're my favorite book. And that's the truth.
1: No, absolutely. I agree with you. They got some of the best lines out there as well. And who doesn't like free bets? I mean, come on, guys.
0: It's a no-brainer. No-brainer from our friends at PointsBet. Like I said, scan that QR code, claim up to $2,000 in free bets. So we're going to get started here on Thursday night. We got the Philadelphia Eagles here. It's so ironic that the Eagles are playing a Texas team, a Philly team and a Texas team just like the World Series right now.
1: Oh, man. It's, um, it's definitely not going to be as exciting as, you know, the World Series that's going on right now. But it's unfortunate. We got a game. It's Thursday night. Money to be
0: made, you know. Could be just as big as a, of a beatdown, in my opinion. Philly is going out on top. Both of these games, this series and this game, I'm going to lay the wood. It's a lot of wood to lay. Eagles minus 13 and a half. I got that before uh, I got that today before because it was at 14 yesterday and I was like, "Oh my god, two full touchdowns." But this is a huge miss, mismatch. Eagles are favored by just about two touchdowns on a short week on Thursday night. These Thursday night games have been trash for the most part. Houston sucks. Philly's a top 3 offense in the NFL. Eagles defense giving up 43% less points than league average. So their defense Very stout. The birds can run the ball effectively. They have some of the most explosive weapons to throw to. Let's mention AJ Brown, who had a career high in receiving yards last week. I think it was 153, three touchdowns in the first half. They're five and two against the spread this season, even though it's a short week. Give me the birds by more than 13 and a half. I can't justify going the other way.
1: I mean, it makes sense. You know, Texas are arguably the worst team in the league next to the Lions, their offense has been non-existent as of late. Eagles top five offense, top five defense makes it's like the writings on the wall there, pretty much.
0: Yeah, the only thing that scares me is that Thursday night lore, right? Yeah. Every game that's been played, like we said, has been kind of trashy. But I, I just can't see, you know, I, I can't justify taking the points with Houston here.
1: I mean, no, it definitely makes sense. I, I totally agree with you there. Mm-hmm.
0: What do we got here? Uh, where are you going in this game?
1: Oh, um, I'm actually going to take the the under 45 here at minus 115. Um, you know, I pretty, I think it's pretty straightforward. The Texans is definitely one of the worst offenses in football. They're only averaging 13 points per game over their last three against mediocre defenses in the Jaguars, the Raiders, and the Titans. Now they're going against one of the best defenses in the league, which is Second best I get into the quarterback. They were able to get after Kenny Pickett and sack him six times in their last uh, in their last game. I expect more of the same coming into this matchup against David Mills, who's really been kind of trash all season long. Um, also, the Eagles aren't really s- scoring all that much on the road. In their last two road games, they're only scoring 22 points per game. I expect on the short week it's going to be just stout defense. Uh make sure that they're getting they're closing the running lanes and making it hard on David Mills being able to complete some passes. Um, you know, you're talking about a team that only scored six points against the Jaguars. I don't even think they score more than a touchdown here. So give me, you know, give me the Eagles to beat them maybe 28-7, 21-7, 24-7. Low-scoring game, but the Eagles absolutely dominate them from start to finish.
0: Love it. Going to cover the spread and going to hit that under as well. Guys, I bet you're all wondering, oh, my God, Pete and Garrett, you guys are really intelligent guys. Where do you get all your information from? I mean, does this just come top of the brain or what? It actually doesn't, guys. We have subscription with FTN Bets. Now, if you want to be as smart as us, be as knowledgeable, know know where teams rank on offense, defense, passing yards, all that good stuff, go to FTN Bets it's your home for legal sports betting tools, picks, odds, advanced uh, betting models, parlay calculators, prop shops and more. Basically, you're going to get all the kind of information that you're looking for so you can stay informed and make profitable bets. Head to ftnbets.com/free for a 3-day free trial. So give it a give it a shot. You got nothing to lose. If you're looking for some information uh, for a website that's going to help you make edu- uh, better edu- educated guesses, on your, um, picks. Give FTM bets a try, right? Garrett.
1: Absolutely. FTM bets is my go-to for all the stats that I'm looking for. All everything you, I just, you know, said to you FTM bets has, and plus a lot more head over there, get your three day trial right now.
0: Garrett, kick us off. We're looking at the Sunday slate. What are we looking at here?
1: Um, I'm actually, you know, I'm really reluctant to pick this, but I'm taking the Packers minus three and a half. I really don't like laying the points on the 2022 Packers, but it is the Lions. The Lions are pretty much packing it in for the season. Um, They traded away their second best offensive, you know, weapon through the air tj hawkinson uh deandre swift still hurt probably going to be out and it's going to be up to amandra st brown really doing the heavy lifting here i'm expecting the packers to be really take him out of the equation and be able to just stifle uh you know the lions you're talking about a um a pass defense that's number two in the league and and uh, yards allowed through the air at 174.8 per game. They even limited Josh Allen to only 218 passing yards and was able to get two, two turnovers against him. I expect them to really um, stifle the Lions on offense and you know cover this. You're talking about the Lions also has one of the worst defenses in all the football. I don't expect them to stop the Packers whatsoever. I think Aaron Jones goes off. Um, Romeo Dobbs, even you know Sammy Watkins could have a good game here. I feel like this is a chance for the Packers to bounce back. This is their bounce back game, and I think laying three and
0: a half is good enough for me. I'm with you on that, Garrett. I'm also taking Packers minus three and a half. I just can't believe a team with a top ten offense. Like the Lions' offense in regards to points per game, they're only one in six. It's a terrible travesty that they can put up uh, as much points as they as they do, and they can't get any uh, you know any any wins out of it. Detroit is better than Green Bay in just about every statistical category that I was looking at: red zone percentage, points, passing yards, uh, passing touchdowns, rushing yards. In the past two seasons, head-to-head. These guys, Lions, are 1-3 versus Green Bay. They've seen a lot of each other, obviously, playing in the same division. Packers are averaging 10 more points per game when they're playing the Lions, so that clearly gives us an advantage, and it's going to cover that spread there. Like you mentioned, Detroit has one of the worst defenses. I don't see them. I don't see Aaron Rodgers taking it easy on him. going to kind of have his way with them. Packers are 1-4 over their last five. Like you mentioned, I think this is a get-back game for them against this terrible defense packers cover
1: absolutely i think i think it's spot on like i even talk about this in fights there's there's matchups where okay this is a get right fight this is a get right win for the packers to really get some momentum going get into the groove of things and especially for aaron Rodgers, he really needs to get into a groove of things before the you
0: know the season
1: gets even more out of hand as it is already
0: i'm with you what do we have up next uh, for your Sunday slate? Um,
1: actually, we're gonna go to Monday night, and we're gonna sure. take
0: the, we're gonna take the the Ravens minus
1: two and a half over the Saints at minus one to fifteen. Uh, the Ravens are coming in, you know, in, in good form. They won their last two games, uh, which is good because uh, their division foes are really faltering at this point. Uh, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals are pretty much falling apart. They got blasted against the Browns. Um, you know, and then the Ravens got a big addition with Roquan Smith, uh, from the bears. I think that's, that's going to be play a big dividend in this, in this game because he's going up against the saints who have Alvin Kamara, who's can stretch the defense, uh, from the back, from the backfield, uh, through the middle, uh, on the outside that I feel like Roquan Smith is going to be able to contain him and really put the burden, on the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton trying to go in there and win the game himself. I don't expect that to happen. I think Lamar Jackson should be able to do as he pleases. Saints defense has been... Pretty damn bad as of late. I don't see them being able to contain Lamar Jackson, and I don't expect Andy Dalton to really be able to go in there Monday night at, in a shootout against one of the better offenses in the league. So give me the Ravens minus 2.5, looking in their best form as of late and uh, getting this way to keeping it, uh, keep it going. Also, they are one of the better road teams uh, against the spread, and they are three and one against the spread, and two and zero in their last two games uh, against the spread on the road. So,
0: yeah, I'm I'm, I'm taking them. I like it. Nice, yeah, I like that. Uh, obviously, you know, it's important to know how well teams perform when they are on the road versus at home. How many times they're covering. So, I do like that. Very nice. And uh, like you mentioned, Lamar Jackson over Andy Dalton. Pretty easy call right there. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I am going to do a little bit of beating up on some nerds. So this is what I like to do. I like to find big bullies that are about to beat up on some nerds. And again, laying more wood. I'm laying a lot of wood this weekend, dude. Well, first one with the Eagles, and now we got the Bills here. But again, same story, different chapter. Bills defense is going to just shut down this Jets offense. Uh, Bills are giving up 72% less points than league average, which is nuts. Their defense is incredible. Also, almost 40% less rushing yards than league average. So those uh, monsters that they got in the backfield for the Jets, not going to matter. Bills have been shutting down uh, backfields all season long. Bills rank second in points per game. First in opponent points per game. First in passing yards per game. Jets ranked sixth in pass attempts, but they're only 27th in passing average and 25th in first downs, which tells me there's going to be a lot of turnovers. So expect at least a pick or two from the Jets. I see this going the same as when the Bills played the Steelers. They beat them 38-3 to that game. I see a lot of the same kind of tendencies. Give me that. Give me the Bills. I'll lay the 12 and a half.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you there. I don't think the Jets are even in the same stratosphere as the Bills uh, this season, at at least. Um, And they're getting Tredavious White back. They're in the number one corner. So that's Mm. going to help them even more in this matchup. I think they come in there and absolutely steamroll uh, the New York Jets.
0: Well, Garrett, when you say not in the same stratosphere, I see it like this so far. I see Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs, and then everyone else. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I do. Um I would like to say my Vikings but they still need to pass the test when they go up against the Bills. then they go up against the Cowboys in a few more games. But yes, I agree with your assessment. Those 3 are you know levels above the rest right now for sure. Big mm-hmm. time.
0: Beautiful. So we're going to go from that to I think we have Let's see here. I have one more pick, and then we'll get into our prize picks. Ooh, prize picks. My last pick here is going with Gino. Gino Smith and the Seahawks at plus two against the Cardinals. Seahawks, four and two against the spread as underdogs this season. So like you mentioned about those road dogs, as underdogs, Seahawks, four and two against the spread. Cardinals are only two and one against the spread as favorites. Geno Smith has been shutting up his naysayer. Dude's got a 107 passer rating, completing over 72% of his passes. Cardinals have a long list on their injury report with plenty of players that did not practice, limited practice as well. Seahawks, when they're given at least two points, have covered 62.5% of the time. I like what the Seahawks team is doing. I like the way that they're being coached. Seahawks are fourth in points per game this season which is crazy. So if you're going to give me points with Geno Smith and the Seahawks right now, I'm going to take it. Seahawks plus two.
1: Who would have thought that Geno Smith is like arguably a top 10 quarterback in the league (laughs) at this point of his career? And then Russell Wilson is barely top 20.
0: I know. I mean, he said, he's like, I I, I knew he's like, but everyone, what did he say? Everyone tried to write me off. I didn't write back. Right. Oh, that, was, that was his man. big that's, that, thing,
1: yeah. That was a great quote. I mean, I, I love it. I love the story because, you know, the Seahawks, they're like, yeah, you can take us to Wilson. We got Geno. And look at
0: Geno balling out. The resurgence, man. It's crazy, right? Yeah. A guy, Like you said, that that at this point in his career, doing what he's doing. But it's so cool when you see that because, you know, he, he believes in himself, of course. Right. You know, he's been doing this forever. He's played position roles and – you know, I'm sure not where he's wanted to be over the last, you know, five, six years, whatever it is. But yeah, to see someone who's confident in themselves playing that role and kind of achieving what they've always dreamed of or what they thought of themselves. That's a it's a cool story. I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff.
1: Oh, absolutely. I, I want to see more of it. I really want them to make the the postseason so we could we could see more of it. See, cause you know he's going to be playing in there with all all his heart. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yeah.
0: That brings us to our segment from Prize Picks. Prize Picks. Again, guys, we got another QR code. We got all the coolest stuff. Prize Picks is a very fun game. If you guys are interested, just so you know, use the promo code Playmaker. You're going to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So if you deposit $100, you'll be given $100 additionally to play with. If you get 50, you get 50 back. But it's the best way to have action in the game. Again, all you're going to do is uh, pick over. I'm sorry. You're going to pick more than or less than for player props. And it's very simple and very fun. And we have a few here that we're going to cover. So, Garrett, why don't you kick us off with your first prize pick entry?
1: All right. I'm going to take a shot here. Take DJ Moore more than 57 and a half receiving yards. Panthers obviously going to be chasing points like they always are in every single game. And uh, that means a heavy dose of uh, some DJ Moore. Uh And with PJ Walker at the helm over the last two games, he's been dynamite. You're talking about a guy that has 13 receptions, 221 yards in just his last two games. PJ Walker absolutely loves feeding him the ball. He's pretty much no one else to really throw to. So, um, You know, D.J. Moore is getting uh, all the targets. I believe he's got 21 targets just in the last two games alone. And uh, I don't think it's so far fetched to see, you know, um, more snacks, six receptions for over 60 yards because he's averaging 10 yards per reception in all but three games this season. So give me D.J. Moore more than 57 and a half
0: receiving yards. Make sure you keep your helmet on after those catches, DJ. Yeah, that's a very modest number for being the number one receiver there and pretty much nobody else to go through go to through the air, 57 and a half, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel he just went over that in back-to-back games the last two. Um, you know, maybe you know they're trying to bait us a little bit, but I'd rather take a shot on it. I mean, he's literally the only one they can throw to and they're going to be chasing points here.
0: I, speaking of baiting you, this is what I think prize picks was trying to do. I think they're trying to bait us here. AJ Brown, I'm going less than five receptions. They didn't have it at four and a half. They have it at five. And I think that's strategically done because I'm looking at how often they're hitting. This is hitting under five reception. Is hitting 71% of the time, five out of seven games. They're playing Houston, right? Which tells you, Oh, they're going to feed him. He's going to get his, he's going to get his touches. He's coming off of a career game. We already mentioned receiving yards ball might be spread out a little bit more this week. I'm thinking he's averaging 5.6 receptions per game. I think you're supposed to think, Oh, that's easily, that's going to go. It's going to be more than more than, but I think this game it's put at five for a reason. Cause he's going to need the six. I'm going to go less than five receptions.
1: I, I like that. And I feel like we're going to get a lot more running in this game than we saw in the past game where they were passing crazily in the first half. I feel more run, more ball control, less wearing tear on, you know, hurts going in there, trying to get hurt or, you know, throwing some interceptions for no reason when they could just pound the rock play defense, get out of there with an easy dub.
0: I'm with you. I love that game plan. Yeah. Right. Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> you got uh you got a running back you got your eyes on. Oh yeah,
1: I'm I'm taking a shot at Josh Jacobs more than 77 and a half rushing yards. Um, you know, the Raiders looked terrible in their last game. They had so much hype coming into the season, and they're just falling flat uh of expectations. Not sure why, but you know, it is what it is. But they were down majority of the game, so Jacobs really didn't have the way to get going. They were playing to catch up. He didn't get the touches that he normally needs, but ultimately, when they do have a good game script, he is producing for them. He gets 20 plus touches. He's averaging over 100 yards per game on, on the ground as well. Um, and he's a guy that's always hitting this mark when he's getting at least 20 touches. Every time he's gotten at least 20 touches, he's averaging over 109 yards per game on the ground. So I'm expecting a heavy dose of Josh Jacobs here um, and get this, you know, get some momentum going here. And plus the Jacks are just not on the middle of the road when it comes to, um, you know, rush defense They're giving up about 110 yards on the ground. So I think uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, I think 80 yards it's super easy here. And plus it could be on the road. I don't I don't expect them to go in there and want to air it out and have a, another type of shootout. And I feel like they should want to take the easy road. And the easiest road is just going in there, play some ball control, run the run the rock, and um you know, and, and he should definitely surpass this.
0: You think they get a dub?
1: I think they should, man. I mean, they're such a more talented team, they just need to put shit together. They just needed to just get their heads out of their asses and play a cohesive game for once.
0: My last prize pick entry is also in that game. So I want to hear what you have to think about that as well. Justin Herbert, Herbert more than 270 passing yards. So he's averaging 279 passing yards per game in his last five games versus NFC South teams like the Falcons. He's averaging 318 per game Falcons mid defense ranking 15th. Uh, this has hit three out of the last five games. so I think this is a good spot for Justin Herbert to go more than 270 passing yards.
1: I think I, I, I kind of like that. I feel like we're you're getting a low number whereas if Mike Williams was actually playing that number would probably be at least around 285 I would I would assume. But now that Michael Williams is not there, I think they're kind of giving you a modest 270. They're like, uh, he might hit it. Just to entice you to maybe hit the under, because you're thinking, uh, oh, he doesn't have one of his best weapons. Uh, Keenan Allen is still kind of hobbled with his hamstring injury. But he's got a plethora of weapons, meaning Austin Eckler out of the backfield can get him 100 of those 270 yards right there, just, just for him. And then now he just needs Josh Palmer to get in there, DeAndre Deandre Carter to get involved, and Keenan Allen to get involved for just 171 more yards. And then also, you know, their tight end, uh, Gerald Everett. He's got a ton of playmakers. He
0: gets over this 270 kind of easily. I was going to say on Austin Eckler, I think I saw a stat recently that he's first in like receptions, reception yards, like so many, like three categories, three major categories. I can't remember what they were, but. Yeah, he is. He's been helping. uh, He can really help Justin Herbert get that over just because he catches so many balls out of the backfield.
1: Yeah. And uh, the Falcons have been notoriously bad against, um, you know, against receiving backs throughout the last like 10 years or so. And they they somehow get new coaches and still are terrible against them. It's just the way Mm -hmm. it goes.
0: All right. That is all of our prize pick entries for today. 24 minutes long that is a premier podcast right there you got a bunch of picks you got a bunch of education you got some laughs if you're watching this you get to look at us which is a bonus <laughs> so garrett you got anything else for us
1: i'm good for tonight man um, i hope it, you guys make some money this weekend that's what we're
0: here for as always garrett can you tell me the jersey that you have on
1: oh harrison harrison smith from the yeah. minnesota vikings
0: yes, he is uh that is a, a unique jersey.
1: yeah, he's definitely one of my favorite players on the team you know yeah. I'm obviously a Vikings fan you know we haven't won shit so hopefully maybe we we win something soon. Kevin O'Connell's got you know he's making us um
0: he making us into some contenders here. I like I be- it. I believe yeah Harrison Smith. My goodness! Oh, he is a cap. He's a captain as well, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. Captain of the defense. He's been there. He's been there since a rookie, and he's been a Pro Bowler. I don't know what, like, at least four or five times already. He was a stud, one of the top safeties in the league still, and he's like what ten seasons in almost something Mm -hmm. like that. Crazy.
0: (laughs) And he's white. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that too. The most impressive. (laughs) All right, Garrett. Sounds good. We will be back next Wednesday night. Same time, guys. We'll be on time next time because I'll have my shit together. <laughs> I'm going to go watch the Phillies. Yes. Take a 3-1 lead in the series. And, um, yeah, check back with us uh, this weekend. Garrett, thank you so much for all you do, my man. Absolutely, and, uh, man. I'll, I will see you next week.
1: Sounds good, bro. I'll see you then. All right.